Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast. This is your host, Crystal Holmes. And today I bring you episode 46. We are going to talk about all things Peloton today with our fabulous guest, Crystal O'Keefe. So Go Hard Chicks, are you curious about Peloton and all that it has to offer? If so, this episode is for you. In this episode, I'm joined by fellow podcaster, fitness fanatic, personal trainer, mom, and wife, Crystal O'Keefe. Crystal is the creator and co-host of her own podcast. It's a podcast all about Peloton, and it's called The Clip Out. So I was thrilled to have the opportunity to sit down with Crystal and talk about Peloton. I don't own a Peloton myself, but after this conversation, I just might invest in one. So if you're interested in Peloton, I mean, we get into everything in this episode. We get into the history and evolution of Peloton, the future for Peloton. She's going to give us some insight about what to expect next. She even gives us tips on how to find a good instructor. I mean, this was a really great informative episode. So if you're interested in Peloton, I encourage you to listen on. And and quite frankly, even if you already have a Peloton, whether that be the bike or the treadmill, I, I guarantee that you will learn something from today's episode. So tune in and let me know what you think. I wanted to do this episode particularly because, you know, this podcast is all about health and wellness for women. And I try to center every topic around the eight pillars of wellness. And physical wellness, physical fitness, is a pillar. So, you know, I love the gym. I'm a physical fitness fanatic, you know? So I love talking to other fitness fanatics about their passions and what they do to stay physically fit. So... I'm going to commit to you all to bring more of these type of episodes to your listening ears so that if you're interested in a certain program, system, exercise routine, you can tune in to learn more about it. Okay, let me shut up. Stop the babbling. Without further ado, welcome to the Go Hard Chick podcast. Go Hard Chick, Crystal O'Keefe. Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast. Crystal, we have another Crystal on the show today. I'm thrilled. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Crystal? <laughs> it's weird. Is it weird to say your own name? Because it, it sounds weird to me. So Yeah, sometimes it is. But, you know, I feel like I'm with a kindred spirit because we're both, we love fitness, health and fitness. So I'm super excited about this episode today. I mean, Crystal, you're a wife, you're a mom, you host your own podcast, the clip out, right? I I love that. So (laughs) I, you know, I got go hard chick, you got the clip out. And you, is it fair to say that you love Peloton? (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely fair to say. It could be a bit of an understatement. Right. <laughs> <honest. laughs> 
So Crystal, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell us all about you and what you do. Okay. So my name is Crystal O'Keefe um, and I have an MBA. I have several, ex- several years of experience in the corporate world as a project manager. Um, but when I found Peloton in 2016, um, my world began to change. And since then, I have slowly pivoted my career. Um, and now I host not not just one, but three total podcasts that are all fitness and health related. Um, I, I have my personal training certificate. I have my nutrition certificate through NASM. And now I'm a, a coach with MetPro and I, I help people with their nutrition and, and fitness needs. And all of that started because of my love of Peloton. So oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I I just love that story because, you know, I fell in love with fitness in a similar way and it just kind of completely transformed my life. You know, I'm a coach. I host this podcast. So I love meeting people that have similar stories. So this is exciting. So tell us what, what were you doing? What about Peloton like made you have this shift? Uh, that's a great question. Um, there's a couple things. Uh, one, um, I had never exercised regularly in my life. Um, and so there'd been times where I'd done things like spin classes or home videos. You remember the firm, you know, remember those workouts yes. I did those yeah. for a while. Um, and I did some P90X in the day, things like that, but I never did anything that really like stuck. Um, so, um, back in 2016, I, I had, recently um gotten in a relationship where it was like a a blended family so i I met my now husband he had two boys i had a girl we had to kind of introduce our households to each other and um things had finally kind of settled you know we were in our house and it was comfortable and i was like okay i can finally start kind of working out again and focusing on me after taking care of all these other things the last several years so i started looking for um spin classes that i could take locally because i had always loved that i had so much fun taking spin classes but the problem was that because i had this like really intense project management job where i worked nine to five or eight to five, um, I couldn't really find classes that worked for me. I had to get up and be somewhere at 5 a.m. And then I was going to have to shower at the gym. And um, it was just super inconvenient. And I was just really struggling to figure it out. Um, At most, I might be able to figure out two classes a week, which really didn't feel like enough to make a difference in what I was looking for for my fitness goals. So Uh, One day Facebook was listening to me and it served me up this ad for Peloton. And I was like, what is this magical thing that I can take classes at home on a spin bike? And the instructor's right in front of me. Like I'm getting that, that instructor led experience. I'm getting the energy, the music, but I get to take it at home and I could take it anytime I wanted. If it was 523 AM, I could take a class. And it was like, wait, I don't have to drive to the gym. I don't have to find a parking space. I don't have to sign up three weeks in advance, Um, you know, sign my children away to get the spot, (laughs) et cetera. Uh, And so um, I immediately wanted the bike and we were right in the middle of selling this, the house that we lived in and buying a new house for all of us to live in together. And um, so my husband and I talked about it and he was a little like, "Mm, well, but you have this 
you have this elliptical that's literally collecting dust. I'm not sure how I feel about you spending $2,000 on a bike. Like if that's what you want to do, you know, it's your money, you do that. But like, it just seems like it could be a little bit of a waste of money. Um, and so we kind of had an agreement that um, whenever we sold the house, if we sold it for asking price, that that would be like a sign, if you will, that it was comfortable. We could take a gamble on a $2,000 spin bike and, and bring it into our home. And, uh, and we did. And um, I've never stopped using it. Like it's, it was just, it changed everything. And then when I met the community and saw all these people doing these amazing things, people who were, um, they were going to chemo, you know, two or three times a week and they were still getting on the bike. And I was like, how, how have I been making excuses all these years when there are people that have real health problems, like real problems compared to my minuscule inconveniences and they're still getting up and exercising every day. It just changed my entire outlook about how I approached fitness. And it went from there, but that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said a lot that that really resonated with me. I mean, I remember I dibble dabbled in P90X. I, oh gosh, remember Denise Austin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to watch her and try to do her little exercises too. So I, I understand it's just up and down. Like, and like you, I, well, maybe not like so much like you. I think I was probably worse. I would do some things here and there. I would walk sometimes and then I'd stop. I might do Denise Austin and then I'd stop. And then I, you know, P90X and then stop. And then, you know, it wasn't until for me it was the gym, the weightlifting that I got hooked. But what I like about from what you're saying about Peloton is that it's so convenient, especially, you know, when I got in the gym, I wasn't a mom. So I was, you know, like you said, I was getting up at actually four in the morning, you know, hitting the gym early, showering there, which is gross. I mean, I just, it is. <laughs> It is, right? But you but you like, do you what gotta you got to do. In the shower. Yeah, right. It's totally like, totally <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> to, you know, you're trying to get ready for work, you know, but then once I had a child, that was over, you know, I couldn't leave her home, you know, I had to figure out another way. So that's what I love about Peloton is that it's convenient, you know, and like you said, you could do it anywhere and there's really no excuse. And what I loved and what one thing I didn't think about, you mentioned the community. That's huge because I love my little gym crew. And, and like you mentioned, like there are people there, like you said, that are, you know, cancer survivors or, you know, whatnot. And they're in there. I mean, I go at four in the morning. They're there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the times when I'm like, ah, this bed is feeling really good. I, I do think about them. I do think about them. So I want to expound on that some, because you mentioned the community, because I think a, a lot of people think you're in this, you're just in your little room in your house and you're riding this bike and you're not able to engage with anyone. Can you tell us a little bit more about that community? Oh, sure. Um, I could go on for days about the community. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, I know you're, you're sitting at home and you're on this bike, so you feel like you're all alone. But the interesting thing is I've always been an incredibly introverted person, which I know sounds weird since I host a podcast, but it's different. Like a one-on-one -on -one conversation is comfortable for me versus a room full of people. So 
when you walk into a gym, it sounds like you're comfortable. When I walk into a gym, I'm terrified. I don't know how to use things. It's overwhelming. I feel like I'm being stared at. I can't, I cannot handle it. So being at home gives me the comfort level to try things without feeling like I'm making a fool of myself. Uh, even though logically I realize no one actually cares what I'm doing at the gym, there's, it still affects me. Um, so when I first got the Peloton, the, I, I quickly found the uh, official Peloton member page. And um, there were, at the time, this is hard to believe, there were only 8,000 people in that group. Now, that was back in 2016. I say only because it's literally like 400,000 people now. I mean, it might be 500,000 now. It's it goes it grows so fast. Um, but at the time, it was only 8,000 people. So I would see all these people talking to each other. They had all these inside jokes. They you know they talked about magic pants, and I was like, what's what are magic pants? And they were simply leggings that made you feel powerful when you when you rode with them or you did your workout in them and you felt good and you get a PR, you know. Um, and and the fun designs were they they motivated people, and uh, they would talk about their their personal records and how they got to a new number that day and. I wanted to be part of it because these people were so inspiring. So um, I, I didn't exactly know how to go about doing that, but um, I wanted to have conversations. And so my husband talked me into actually starting the podcast. It was, it was all his idea because he has a radio background. He hosts his own podcast and, and uh, he convinced me that this would be a good idea because nobody had a podcast for Peloton. So we then went to uh, what they call, uh, homecoming, Peloton Homecoming, and it's in New York City. And all of the home riders at the time they only had bikes, so at the time it was all the home riders could come in and meet each other and meet the instructors. And the very first year that we went, it was literally a giant cocktail party, and the instructors were just spread out throughout the room, oh so casually. Uh, since then, it's become a Disney waiting line, like you have to get online to meet the instructors. It's a whole thing, but um, back then it was very casual and. I started meeting all these people I'd seen on Facebook. And so I started talking to them and, you know, uh, they inspired me to do things. Like uh, I met a group of people who live in the Washington DC area and they all were training together to do their very first Ironman uh, triathlon. So they, they went from never having exercise to doing the bike to deciding to jump into triathlons. And they didn't just do a triathlon. They went to the big boy of a full Ironman for, and they trained for an entire year together. I joined this group. I was terrified because I don't know how to swim. I mean, I know how to get to point A to point B, but I don't know how to swim effectively. And uh, so uh, they convinced me to join them for a half Ironman relay uh, the next year. They finished their Ironman and then we did a half Ironman together. Uh, so we had a group of us, all Peloton members. We had a swimmer, we had a runner, and we had a, a person who was doing the bike. Um, and I, that meant that I had committed to running 13 miles for the first time in my life. Again, never run more than a mile in my life ever. And so I had to start training. Peloton did not have a treadmill at the time. So this was all outside training. I did this for about eight months and I, I mean, I finished and the, literally the name of our group was called just finish because all we cared about was finishing. There was no time. just <laughs> <laughs> get to the end, which we did. And, um, but it was incredible. And that was, that was a, a huge turning point for me of what else can I do? What else is my body capable of? Because if you had asked me when I first got the bike, would I be able to run 13 miles by myself in one sitting? I would have told you were crazy. Um, and so um, it, it, that community 
they connect on Facebook, they connect via text, they connect on the bike, we high five each other. Um, I actually celebrated my 800th ride yesterday morning and literally had thousands of high fives whenever I got on the bike. And, you know, we all do that for each other. We, we show up for each other. If I don't exercise, people are texting, where are you? Are you okay? Is everything okay at home? Do we need to help you? Um, did you lose your motivation? And that's something I've never had before. Uh, I know a lot of people get it from the gym, but it's not something I had ever had. So it was like a newfound thing for me. I, I love, I love everything about this because the community, I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert too, like you and I have a podcast, <laughs> you know, but I think I've been able to push through the gym is because I'm, I'm working out alone. Like I don't, you know, I usually don't like, don't talk to me you know, sit in my little corner. But what I don't like, group classes really bother me. <laughs> like group fitness. So I get it. I totally how did get you, it. How did you like manage the weight rack? Like you said, you started doing weight training, but like that's the most intimidating area of the gym. I'm so curious how you got over that hump because to this day, I can't do that. You know, it. I had a trainer. I had a personal trainer. Because I remember early days when the when LA Fitness first opened out here many years ago, I remember joining and feeling like I wouldn't go near the weights. I just stayed near the treadmill, you know, the bikes, because I was so intimidated and it seemed like it was only men over there, maybe one or two women. And I, I knew I didn't know what I was doing, so I wasn't going to go over there. But once I got a personal trainer and he kind of walked me through and introduced me to it. Then I started to feel a lot more comfortable, but it, it definitely, if it wasn't for my personal trainer, I probably still would have never <laughs> gone over to that side of the gym ever. But yeah, I, I get mean, that. Yeah. Communities. But even though I kind of stick to myself, you know, people will gravitate to me and say, Hey, what's your name? And I'm like, Rah. you know, <laughs> But then over time, you do start to become friends with them. They look out for you. If you miss days, they're like, where are you at? You know, so, you know, you community is huge. So I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that. It, it sounds like they have local get togethers. Is that is that true, too? You know, wherever that you may absolutely live. Absolutely true. Yeah, we have. Um, so I don't know how many Peloton groups on Facebook there are now, but um, when I, I mean, there's probably one for every metropolitan area in America. I know there's ones in other countries. There's, there, there are just so many of them and people will have local meetups. If they do races, um, they'll, they'll have meetups within those races, whether it be bike or running. Um, so yeah, it's, it's incredible. And like where stores are located, where the retail locations are, you can go in and do a ride uh, with your friends on the bikes that they have or the treadmills that they have. And you can do your milestone rides or runs there. Um, it's, it's really, it's really incredible to be able to celebrate those types of things with, with other people. And of course, there's those of us who travel to New York, um, just to, just to be in the studio with the instructors that we love with the people that we've met over the internet. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it seems like the community, it helps to hold you accountable, you know, like if, oh, for sure. I mean, I know if I have to work out, I have to go out because if I, I mean, I can work out from home sometimes, but <laughs> you know, 
I'll start working out, then I'll stop and think, oh, I could do a load of clothes. You know, I could wash some dishes and I'll stop, you know. So having that community makes it, I mean, it helps you to be accountable because you know someone's oh, going to sure. be, hey, what what's going on here, right? I love Absolutely. that. Because if you, if you end up not taking a live class, let's just say you take an on-demand class, but you take it with a group of friends and everybody's taking it together. I mean, you can't go do that load of laundry in the middle of it because everyone's counting on you. You know, you have to be present to, to finish the workout because they need you just as much as you need them to get through that last rep or that last mile or whatever. So it's, it's, yeah, it's like, you can't go anywhere. You got to be right here. Right. <laughs> Now tell, since you brought that up, tell us, explain to us, what is it like doing a live ride? What's that experience? Yeah, that's a great question. It's honestly, it's not all that different than taking one that's on demand. I assume you mean from home. Yeah. You, you mean yeah. from home. Like, yeah. Um, but the big thing is that everybody who's live can see that you're on at the same time on the leaderboard. So if you follow people, um, then you, you'll get notifications that they've hopped on the ride or they've hopped on the run. And so you high five them. You like, you kind of acknowledge, Hey, I'm here. I see you, you're seen. Um, and then of course, if it's a milestone and you get lucky, you get a shout out from the instructor, which is super exciting. Um, just a, it, it's acknowledgement that even a thousand miles away, that instructor sees you and the, what your milestones are. Um, and so the energy on either is really great. You know, you have the music, you have the energy, but I love whenever people are in the room because oftentimes I also have a Facebook message going with somebody who's in the room and it's so exciting to see how excited they are and seeing people, you know, on the screen, it's like, Oh, there's Judy from New York. Oh my gosh. I can't believe she's there today. And you know, you're kind of cheering her on and people in the room have milestones and you find yourself like stupidly cheering them on. Like you're literally clapping, like anybody can hear you in your basement. But um, that energy from the studio comes through at home and the more amped up it is, the better. Uh, recently, I took a class where um, it was one of the very first classes they had back where it was live after COVID and uh, Lizzo showed up in the room, like in the actual class. I almost died. I was, I was like screaming so loud. I am such a huge fan of Lizzo and, um, and she was singing her own songs and she was dancing and the big girls came in and started dancing in the room. It was magical. It was probably the, I mean, it was the best ride I've ever taken, but that kind of energy, a concert while you're at home exercising. I mean, I, to me, I can't beat that. <laughs> see, I want to just get one just to see who might pop in. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. And that makes people want to come back for more because you never know who just might pop in during your ride. Wow. See all these things. I did not know. I did not know. <laughs> I see why. I mean, I have some friends that um, are diehard, I should say, Peloton writers. And I see why now, you know, it's convenient. And, you know, most of them are moms, you know, their wives, it's convenient, they work, you know, and so there's, yeah. you can do it early and do it from the comfort of your home, do it late, whatever, you know, there's, there's really no excuse not to ride. Exactly. That, that's what I said when I got Peloton. It got rid of all of my excuses. All of my roadblocks were removed. So if I continued to not to be successful, guess who's yeah. responsible? Yeah. <laughs> it was me. It was all me. So <laughs> if you are new to fitness or you haven't really 
been, you know, exercising in a while. Is it for you? Obviously it is because you, you did it when you were, you know, in and out of, you know, regular fitness, but somebody that's listening, cause I'm sure some of the listeners, they're not actively working out. Is it for them? Is it something sure. they can do if they're not in the base, best shape? Absolutely. There are all kinds of beginner classes. They have um, beginner classes where they literally will show you how to um, how to do all the different steps. So, so for if it's for the bike, it's here's how to clip in, here's how to clip out, here's all like standing up in in um, number two, standing up for number three. Here's how to here's how to um, spin do a spin up. Here's how to do power zone training. It's like all of these things and. What I often tell people is regardless of what the instructor is saying, it, when you first start out, just get on the bike, ignore anything the leaderboard is saying. This is just your time. Your your goal is just to complete the ride or the run, whatever it is, and just, just finish. And then um, as you get more comfortable with how everything works, then you will be able to start seeing those improvements on the leaderboard. But um, it's, it's really... It, it can be as difficult or as easy as you want it to be, regardless of what the instructor says. Like if the instructor's like, okay, I want you to pedal at resistance of 50 and I don't know, go speed of 80, you could do that or you could just do what you can do. I mean, there are lots of people that I know that are um, in their 60s or 70s and they will uh, turn down the resistance because it's not good for their back and they often don't stand up because it's hard on their knees that's okay. They're still getting an excellent workout. So they're still moving. It's still low impact. It's still incredible for them. Um, it doesn't have to be exactly what the instructor says for it to be well done, you know? Okay. That's good to know. Now, someone who's new to it, how, I mean, a beginner, like how many times a week would you suggest they, they do a ride? Sure. Um, I think that if you can three to four times a week, um, and the reason, especially those first few weeks, I would say that is because, um, <laughs> the, the problem with most people who have never done a spin class before is your tushy is sore and it will be sore the first couple of weeks. But if you can just get through those first three to four classes, it, it eases up. And um, then you've kind of toughened yourself up, let's just say, and uh, then you want to kind of stay in that shape. So even if there are 20 minute classes, I'm not saying you need to go all out and do a 45 minute class or an hour long class. Just start with 20 minute classes, three to four times a week. Don't try to go all out, just be comfortable. And as you feel better about it, then you can start to ramp up how hard you go during those classes. Now, other than the bike, now you mentioned the treadmill, but tell us what else does Peloton offer? What else can you get? Oh my get? gosh. So much. Um, they have Pilates classes. They have bar classes. They now floor, floor Pilates, floor bar. Um, they have um, strength classes. They have um, dance cardio. Uh, and then they have on the bike, they have bike boot camp classes where they mix in the weights with the actual spinning classes. And for the treadmill, they have walking, hiking, running, um, and then they have hiking boot camps and running boot camps, and they have floor boot camps. So if you don't have any of the equipment except for uh, you know handheld weights, you could still do boot camps and and do them at home uh, without any kind of equipment. That's Peloton. Wow. So I mean, you get a full range of different kinds of workouts. It's not just the bike. That's that's amazing. So there's no excuses, folks. Like <laughs> you want an all inclusive 
workout system here. I mean, they have yes. it all. They now do. tell me about the tell me about the treadmill. Now I, I hate to bring this up. We kind of talked about this offline, but I know my listeners are smart. They're gonna ask safety. Can you tell us about safety or any precautions Peloton has taken? I mean, it's been some rumbling in the news that there have been some injuries. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to note that there are two kinds of bikes and two kinds of treadmills. So specific to your question, there is what is called the Tread Plus, and there is the smaller tread, which is just called Peloton Tread. The Tread Plus is the one that you're talking about that had injuries to it. Um, it was initially released, I believe, in 2017 is when it first came out. 2018 is when it started shipping. And uh, it is a very large treadmill. It takes up a, a lot of room um, and it's very heavy. I think it's like 450 pounds um, and it goes up uh, 12, no, it goes all the way up to a 15% incline, 12 and a half speed. The interesting thing about the, this treadmill is that it has these slats on it, which are very similar to what you see on a high-end like woodway treadmill. Um, now that's my favorite thing about it. I tell you about those slats because that's what reduces the impact on your knees. And when you're in your forties, like I am, you appreciate that. Um, now the, um, the other thing about this treadmill is it sits up a little higher than your traditional treadmill. It's about four to five inches off the ground, the clearance. And then, um, unlike a traditional treadmill, there's no bar underneath the treadmill to keep things from being pulled underneath it. So, um, all treadmills, regardless of what kind of treadmill it is, if you were to take like a giant yoga ball and put it behind the treadmill when it's running, it's going to suck that yoga ball up underneath it and it's going to like throw the treadmill off balance. That's all treadmills. But um, the thing about the Peloton tread is that it could, it had the ability to keep going even when you jumped off of it to be able to do things like a boot camp. You could keep it running. Um, and Anybody could go up and start it. It has a safety key, but if you had the safety key in it, anybody could start it. Um, and another really unique feature about it is if you hit the jump button, it increases the speed, even if you were standing on the side of it. So um, whenever there was a, a child who was unfortunately, very sadly, um, uh, killed, um, he had gone underneath the treadmill. Now, nobody saw what exactly happened. I don't know the circumstances how that child got there. Um, I know that the uh, regulate the committee that regulates those things they had put out a video which i don't know if this was the same child don't believe it was that they showed an incident that particular incident that they showed a video of occurred in a playroom um, and as you know all treadmills should be treated as they are dangerous just like you would a lawnmower i mean it's it's a large motored thing it's meant to move a 200 pound person so you don't want to just leave that unaccompanied with a child um, and you should always take precautions to unplug it or to take the safety key out, shut the door when you're working out, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, Peloton has done what they can do. First of all, those treadmills were all recalled. Um, they are working on a safety fix, which still has not been implemented with the Tread Plus. The other tread, the smaller tread is still out there. It's lower to the ground, does not have the same issues. And so it is still out on the market. Um, and for both sets of treadmills, people that kept their larger tread plus, Peloton has implemented a code that you have to put in, a four-digit code. Um, and um, if you leave your, your motor running for 45 seconds, it shuts off. Doesn't matter if you already put the code in or not. If you're not in a class, it will shut down and lock you out. 
uh, you have to be able to put that code in. Um, and they're, like I said, still working on some kind of uh, modification that will go on the back of the tread and keep things from being pulled underneath it, the tread plus. Um, so there's a lot that's, that's going on with that. But um, at the same time, I have the tread plus. I've always kept mine. I've never had any issues with it. And I keep it in my basement. I don't have small children either. So I think that makes a difference. But um, I do have a room where I can shut the door when I'm working out. So even we have a pet and I'm not worried about the dog running in because I can shut the door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I mean, I think you're right. I think everybody treadmills are like magnets for to little kids. I remember right. when my daughter was little, I had a treadmill and she used to want to stand on there. They're, they're curious. So, I mean, Peloton or not, I think you're right. People need to make sure that those treadmills are unplugged. They're not in playrooms. They're safe because anything can happen. Like I, we were talking about offline um, years ago, I think it was Mike Tyson's daughter was killed um, in some sort of treadmill incident. So I, I don't think it's just something, you know, exclusive to Peloton, obviously, but we all have to learn to be safe when, you know, when we bring in these huge pieces of equipment. And so thank you for that, Crystal. No problem. So I am curious, do people get both a treadmill and a bike? Do some folks? Yes, uh, there are there are actually quite a few people um, that have both. I am I am one of those people. Um, and there's I've met a lot of people that have both. In fact, I've met a lot of people that have two bikes and two treadmills, which I cannot fathom. Um, wow. And, uh, <laughs> First of all, to have the space for that, but, but yeah, um, it's, there are a lot of people that do. And I think that, um, it kind of depends on what your fitness goals are and how, what kind of you're trying to get of it. There's also a lot of people that live in areas where they can run outside comfortably year round and they don't, they don't really feel the need to have a treadmill at home. Uh, myself, I live in Missouri and I don't know if you've ever been to Missouri, but it is quite humid here in the summer. Um, and we get ice a lot, it's more ice than anything during the winter. And so um, it's kind of tough to stick to a schedule if you're going to be running outdoors. Um, so it's for me, I love having the treadmill because I know that I have quality uh, entertainment to keep me going when I'm running. Um, but yeah, the the bike is, I think when people hear Peloton, they hear bike. They like, they automatically right. assume it's the bike. So um, it's kind of, it's always kind of funny to me that there's so many people out there that that don't even know that there's, there's all these other things Peloton does. Right. Yeah. And I think you're right. You're right. I mean, I even follow, I don't have a Peloton, but I, <laughs> I follow <laughs> some of the instructors because some of them are just, excuse my French, they're badass. You know, I'm right? like, wow, yeah. <laughs> high energy, <laughs> you know, they've become celebrities in their own right. So tell me how many instructors are there? There are 55 instructors right now. Um, and, and again, when I go back to like, when I first started, uh, there were 13 instructors then, and they were all bike. Uh, and now there's, there's instructors that are for the bike, the tread, um, there's, and there's instructors just for strength. And then they have also gone international now. So there's German instructors, there's, um, instructors that are in the UK, there's Australian instructors, um, and then there's instructors that also teach classes in Spanish. Uh, and so we have lots of instructors that teach in German. We also have instructors that teach in Spanish. So, um, so yeah, up to 55, they just introduced a new German strength instructor last week. 
And, um, you know, word on the street is that the rower will be coming out for Peloton uh, Labor Day is when we're going to be hearing about that. That's what I hear. And um, uh, there are going to be three new instructors added just for the rower, in addition to two instructors that are already at Peloton. So. Oh, wow. So you can have like, oh, my gosh, you can have a complete home gym. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Wow. They're just missing a pool as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Now, with the instructors, if you're new to Peloton, how can you give some tips on how people can select an instructor for them? So if you're a person that's super into music, um, the first thing that I recommend you do is find a goat filter to beginner class and then look for playlists that really inspire you. Um, now, I am a person who I like certain kinds of music, but there is something that switches off in my brain when I'm in a class and I don't even remember the music that was in it most of the time. Uh, now, I see I tend to be in the minority there, um, but that's why I say go to the playlist and look at those. If if that's not your thing and you're more like me, the other thing you can do is um, basically take a class with everybody. But there's a shortcut to that. Um, a few years ago, they started doing what they call their all for one rides. And these always used to take place on July 4th weekend. And um, they would have all of the instructors take one class or teach one class. And so you'd have like one song done by two instructors and then the next song would come up and it would be two different instructors. And so that was an excellent way to get to know a little bit about each instructor. So you can do a lot of research in a very short time. Um, And another thing that I suggest is if you are going to kind of sample each instructor, take one short classes, whether it's a warm up, a cool down, um, or maybe like a 10 minute class instead of like a 45 minute class, just so you can kind of get an idea of what their personality is. But funny enough, some instructors actually have a different personality just between the bike and the treadmill. So Robin Arzan, for example, she is known to be one of the toughest cycling instructors. But if you take her on the treadmill, she has a completely it's just a different feel like she's still her, but it comes across differently whenever you take a treadmill class. So I also recommend to people, if there's an instructor you don't like vibe with, try them a couple of times because sometimes they're having a bad day or maybe you're having a bad day. So it's not a good match. But sometimes if you try them again, like another day, it's a totally different feel. So don't just write somebody off just because you had one bad experience. Give them a couple of times. Uh, But there's usually one to two, sometimes three instructors that you really, really love. Like you might like lots of them but you love a few. And so I definitely recommend you try out several instructors. Okay. Those are some great, great tips. Now you mentioned the rower. Do you, are there any other plans that you know of that Peloton has for the future? At the moment, that's the end of the equipment. Um, This has been a very challenging year, 2022, for so many of the connected fitness. And so um, honestly, I think if they hadn't been working on this rower for so long, I think they would have nixed that for this year. But they are so close to the finish line with it. It's been in production for so long. I think they're going to go ahead and, and push it out. Um, and I think that's going to be it for a while because they are so focused on cutting their costs and really focusing on efficiencies. And so with their new CEO, new CFO, there's a lot of, of changes that have occurred this year. And I think for the foreseeable future, that's going to be the last piece of equipment we see for a while. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, Crystal, let me ask you this, because I, I, I like to ask, I'm starting to ask all the guests this in case I miss something. But is there anything that 
I didn't ask today that you would like to share? I I think just um, when it comes to Peloton, there are a lot of people who picture it as uh, an elite product. They have a picture in their head and they kind of make assumptions. I mean, we all do this about just about everything, right? But you hear you hear a word and you kind of like have a reaction to it. And I would just say that if you were in the um, if you were in the marketplace for some kind of workout, don't don't sleep on Peloton. Try it out. They have an app that you can try for twelve dollars. It's like twelve ninety nine a month. Even if you don't buy any equipment, you can try it out, and um, you might be surprised because. Personally, uh, I have never seen the level of content consistently that I have at Peloton. I really do believe they have the best instructors in the world, and you're going to get a fabulous workout, um, regardless of whether you are doing spin, running, you know, the rowing eventually, uh, strength training, you're still going to get a really good workout. So I definitely think don't just assume it's not for you. I think you should try it out. So. Okay. So you brought up a good point. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad I asked you that question. <laughs> You brought up the app. So if you don't have a bike, let's say you have some other bike model, you can use the app and take classes? Absolutely. So let's say uh, you had some other bike at home, but you had an iPad. You could use your iPad for the Peloton app and you could put it on your bike and you could still follow along with the classes. Now, the metrics are built into the Peloton bikes. They won't be built in in quite the same way. It'll look a little bit different for you, but you'd still be able to join in all the instructor cues and still follow along and get an excellent workout and really enjoy it. Um, And you can do that with all of the classes. I don't know if I said yoga earlier, but they have yoga too. And um, so you can if you have an Apple watch, it will also connect with any of those workouts, whether it's on the app or it's on the bike or it's on the treadmill and, uh, you can take any of those classes. So, um, it's a lot of fun. Did I mention also lane break is on the bike? They have a, a game that's on the bike. And so, no, <laughs> tell me about that. <laughs> okay. So it's one of my favorite things to do. Actually, uh, you can take a class on the bike and it, it's like, it looks like a game where they have all these lanes across there and it's playing to music and it will tell you like increase, it'll show you like your target is over here on the fourth lane and you have to quickly increase your resistance knob to go over to the fourth lane. And then you have to be pedaling at a certain uh, cadence to get points for it. And it like your, your goal is to try to get a hundred percent on this game, but all it is is music and this atmosphere in front of you. And it's, it's really It's a very different feel from a spin class, but I love the gamified aspect of it. And it settles my mind and pushes me in a completely different way. I find that I almost always go harder in that class than I do in a regular class with an instructor, which blows my mind. I think there's something really magical happening in that gamified aspect of it. Uh, But it's, they add new songs, new music all the time. Peloton has a DJ who's famous within the DJ world or within the Peloton world called DJ John Michael. And he remixes famous songs all the time. And so um, there are always new classes dropping, you know, Fleetwood Mac, it'll be a whole 30 minute class or Lizzo, a whole 30 minute class. And, and uh, I love those because you just get your favorite tunes and your bike and you're in the zone and it's fabulous. So much fun. Okay. I love that. So you can, if you're not ready to make the financial commitment and get the bike or the treadmill, you can get the app and have the same experience. I love that yoga, Pilates, (laughs) treadmill, (laughs) bike. That's, I love that. It's all inclusive. It really and truly is. Um, so tell us about the financial commitment. Now I'm, 
like you, I'm big in health and fitness. So I like, I will invest, you know, um, I, I get but it. some people, you know, some people get hesitant about making major purchases, but I look at it like it's, it's for your health for God's sake, you know? So tell, well, yeah, tell them and- a little bit. Absolutely. Happy to. And and I think it's also important to remember that whenever you're comparing these costs to kind of think about how much you would pay to go to a gym. So for example, um, it's okay. So if you buy the bike, it's like, I think it's, they have a bike plus. So it's the, it has a few extras that come with it um, versus the regular bike. And I believe it's a 2200 versus um, 1800, I think are the, the current prices. Um, and then for the treadmill, Right now, the Tread Plus is not on the market at all because of the recall. So you only have the one Tread, and that is around twenty two hundred as well. So um, each each piece of equipment, we're talking two thousand dollars. And then uh, there is, if you have the equipment and you want to be able to use it to get on the leaderboard and things like that, there is a forty four dollar charge per month. But if you were to take all of that up and add it up, and then take how many classes you take and divide that, how many times you're using it. Compared to going to take a spin class at a boutique fitness, I mean, it's, it is apples and oranges, how much cheaper it is. Um, I, when I first got my bike, I started like doing an ROI for myself to prove that it was worth it. Um, And every time I would go take a class locally, I was spending $30 a pop. And so compared to, I owned this equipment and I could take as many classes as I wanted, um, even with the $40, $44 a month fee, like I, I had it paid off wise, you know, like ROI wise in less than a year um, because I was using it five days a week versus if I had gone in real time, I never would have gone to the gym that much. Um, so it's a, it is a financial commitment for sure. But I, I also think that it's important to note they have 0% interest that's available if you have a good credit. And uh, so basically you're able to get that for, I think like four years, you can pay on a bike or a treadmill and you're, you're getting 0% interest, which means even though you owe a, a loan, you don't owe interest on top of that. And then in addition, you're paying your $44 a month. I think in total at one point, they keep changing the price this year. So I, I don't know if this is exactly correct, but at one point it was $53 a month inclusive of your $44 a month. I mean, that's, that's really not that expensive for a monthly thing to be able to use the, the equipment as much as you want. Um, so obviously I am not advocating for people who cannot afford it to go do that. Um, I love that they have the option of being able to use the app for people who can't afford the equipment. Um, and to that end, Peloton has also done a lot to um, help with like um, college, college students who can't afford it. Um, and they have put forth um, uh, community um, programs where they work with uh, insurance companies uh, that they get special benefits through their insurance company. And there are a lot of those that are available. You get a year membership for free for Peloton. So um, there's a lot of different programs that Peloton has worked on, worked out in the corporate world and in the collegiate world in the last couple of years too. So if it's something you're interested in, I would definitely look and see if your company, your insurance company, or uh, the college that you're going to might have that because there are a lot of op- opportunities out there. Wow. Now that's some great tips because a lot of times, even myself, we forget about our health insurance and the benefits right. that we can get from those. So Go hard chicks, make sure you check into that if you're interested in this system. Uh, Oh my goodness, Crystal, this was fabulous, fabulous. (laughs) And you shared so much information. Now I want to go out and buy one. (laughs) (laughs) 
We have to use my referral code, Crystal. Right. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Any little bit helps. Crystal, tell the listeners, if they want to learn more about you, your podcast, or anything about you, how can they find out more about you? Ways to find me is on uh, our website, theclipout.com, and you can find me on social media anywhere at Clipout Crystal. Thank you so much, Crystal. This was fabulous. I'm certain the Go Hard Chick community has learned a lot today because I know I did. <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity and taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it, and I had a lot of fun. And I had fun too, and I, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, Go Hard Chicks. Another great episode, this time with Crystal O'Keefe. I really enjoyed speaking to Crystal about Peloton and everything it has to offer. I hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, kindly leave a rating and review. It really helps me to continue bringing on fabulous Go Hard Chick guests like Crystal. Thank you for listening, Go Hard Chicks. Take care.